Hello? You play to win the game. Let's go to eat a damn snack. We're taking receipts, and I can't wait to shove it down everyone's throat when it comes around. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 50 of the Battle Jets Fans Podcast. I am your host, Dan Granada. Alongside me is Mike, the stat guy. How are you doing, sir? Doing great, man. Doing great. I uh, hope, hope everyone else is doing great as well. Uh, I never doubted, Danny. I never doubted the Jets today. <laughs> <laughs> that makes but one of us. Uh, I doubted it all game long. Uh, overall, what did you think of the game, honestly? Uh, so, overall, I, I saw some really, really good things. I saw some really, really bad things. Um, you know, if you want to break it down by component with the offense, uh, defense, and uh, special teams, I, I think the defense played lights out. Um, aside from the, you know, uh, Jermaine Johnson knucklehead penalty and the, and the one, uh, what was it, the one play with, with um, Clemens that instead of them punting, uh, he, he went well, off sides. And then that was, that was the, the game right there. That was the game. That, that I thought that was the game for sure, yeah. So, um, and then uh, the other thing I wanted to point out on defense too is um, JFM should, should, I think, should be mainly on the inside um, because especially for those faster guys, he's, he's not really able to get around, um, you know, the outside and, and contain those fast guys that are going to uh, be able to run the perimeter. Uh, but other than that, the defense was rock solid, man. Like, they keep on playing lights out like this and, and – um, you know, as long as our offense can can do better, we're gonna we're gonna go pretty far, I think. Um, well, well let, let's break it down. Let, let's start with um, I think let's start with the injuries. Oh, offensive injuries, line, yeah. brutal. Third string uh, center, obviously. Immediately, we got that turnover. Uh, that was where they they mm-hmm. that's the touchdown that drive, right? Yeah. Um, was it that I, well, one? Yeah, yeah. They they scored a touchdown on that drive. Yeah. Um, and, and the, the fir- very first thing I thought was, oh, my God, they're going to uh, snap it under center with this guy, uh, which is really not what you want to do with your, you know, what is it, four-string center. You, you, you really want to um, um, snap it from the gun uh, to make sure that it's more, more of a proper uh, handoff. But they were able to do that a little bit later on in the game. It, you know, the shotgun was, uh, was much better. Even under center was much better. But, oh, man, this, this turf is just absolute garbage. Uh, I think they really need to do something about that. Um, the injuries are just piling up like crazy. I, I don't even know. I don't know how any team could could come back from what we came back from today with all the injuries we have uh, on on the offensive line. So, and I'm, I'm sure we're going to get into the offense too. But man, the injuries are crazy uh, right now, especially with this turf. So, I guess let's jump on to Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson had I, overall. I thought this was probably even worse than the Patriots game a couple weeks ago. Like this game was really bad, but. Mm-hmm. Seeing as how we were injured up front with the offensive line and how Becton could not stop Kayvon Thibodeau. Kayvon Thibodeau no. was on Zach Wilson's ass mm-hmm. every snap. Yeah. What would you rate this, this uh, Zach Wilson performance? So for up until, up until like the final you know, minute of the game, I, I would give Zach Wilson uh, a D minus, right? Uh, and then that that see so Zach Wilson is like an enigma uh, in my opinion. It's it's like he throws uh, you know he'll have like a simple pass and he'll throw it terribly. He'll either throw it too hard or um, you know like that one pass to Brees Hall. Brees Hall. He would. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, it was so bad. It was one of the you know a, a junior varsity football a high school football player can make that throw in the rain. Uh, so and then it's like toward the end of the game he throws a beautiful pass uh, to who, who was it Lazard or was to it Lazard um, to Lazard. Uh, which, uh, you know, I want to talk about him too, but 
But man, he threw a beautiful pass to Lazard. He wasn't thinking though. Like he he was yeah, on the run and he's just it was an instinct at that point. He wasn't thinking. Right, right. I I think Zach just gets in his way too much, man. I, I think um, you know, if you if you just simplify things, have him do like a one, maybe two read uh, you know, concept and then check it down or throw it away. Uh, but, but yeah, when he's not thinking, like you said, when he wasn't thinking on that play, he was just playing ball and he, he let it rip, man. It was beautiful. Um, and, and ultimately that's, that's, you know, one of the reasons why, why we won this game. Now, who do you think I'm going to give you mine, but before I give you mine, who do you think was the, the standout player for the Jets today? Uh, so MVP of the Jets. Mm. I mean, to be honest, I mean, I would say the whole defense as a whole, Okay. Was, was stellar because without the defense, we would we would not be, uh, you know. And and I think that all the players on, on defense, most of the players on, on defense, had their own, um, you know, couple plays of the game. For example, Jermaine Johnson was was doing really well keeping that pressure in the beginning. He he had that knucklehead play, but you know those things are going to happen sometimes. That's just something he's got to learn, you know. Um, and then one guy who really stood out to me too uh, is Quincy Williams. Man, Quincy Williams is having a phenomenal year. That one play where where um, the Giants threw like an outside screen, I think it was a bubble screen to a wide receiver, um, or no, it was actually Saquon, I think, going out to the to the side and, and they, you know, um, at the time I think it was Tyrod Taylor throwing it to him, and Quincy Williams just blew up the defense or the yeah the, the guy blocking him went right in and, and made a ter- uh, terrific tackle, or at least he he slowed him down so that C.J. Mosley can come in and make a terrific tackle, but he's playing phenomenal. Um, so yeah, it was Thomas Morstead. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Thomas Moore said, yeah, I, I could agree with that. He definitely he had one hell of a game, game for sure. He had a great game. He had a fantastic game. Uh, and another thing too, want to drop a stat here. Uh, I, I heard it when we were watching the game, but um, it said that this was the most punts in a game in the past 20 years. <laughs> I think it was something like 25 yeah, punts. It was I think brutal. It was, it, it was nuts. Um, it was but yeah, I, I could definitely, I could, I could see where you come from with that. Morstead had a great game. And the thing is, is like, when's the last time the Jets had a good punter, you know? Um, it, it seemed like all, for the past, God knows how long, for the past, like, you know, five, at least five years, uh, the punter was always shanking punts, um, you know. Um, Braden Man, Braden Man kicking it too hard when he should be kicking it soft, kicking it soft when he should be kicking it hard, you know, uh, kicking it deep. And Moore said, oh, man, he had a phenomenal game multiple I, times I, inside the five. I thought, I thought he was the MVP of the game because he kept – how many times did they start drives in their own, their own five-yard line? Like, uh, too many to count. They, they, started, they started a lot. Um, yeah, Moore said really pinned them back. And the biggest one was the beginning – well, midway through the fourth quarter where he pinned mm-hmm. them in the three-yard line. Then they went three and out yep. basically – and it was right. all right. They have to punt from their own end zone. So you're either looking at right. a block punt or possibly starting the the, uh, the drive at the 50 yard line when you're down mm-hmm. three and you got seven minutes to go. But that where that's where we get into the Michael Clemens uh, penalty, right, which right. we had seven minutes to go. We had a chance to get mm-hmm. the ball maybe at the 50 yard line with seven minutes to go. We ended up getting the ball back with two minutes to go. Mm-hmm. Like that right there should have been the game. I can't believe we won. Sure, yeah. I, I, I know, I know, I know. Uh, but the thing is, you know, is that there's a saying, and the saying goes, bad teams always find a way to lose, man. They always find a way to lose. And the good teams always find a way to win. Now, now I'm not saying that the, you know. We, we shouldn't the say Giants, that the Jets are a good, no. I'll yeah, say that the Giants are a bad team, but I'm not saying like world beater, right? Because the whole entire game, the offense was, was, for the most part, 
aside from uh, Brees and, and, and Garrett and a little bit of Lazard, it was, it was garbage, quite frankly. You know, it was, it was pretty bad. Um, I know the, the weather conditions weren't the best, and I know the Giants have a fantastic uh, front seven. But, but still, um, our, off, our, you know, our, our team wasn't exactly, a, you know, the world beater here. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we, we held on. And, and uh, you know, here's another stat, too. We, we kept them to, what was it, like negative eight yards? I think it was even worse than that because they, they threw a couple of passes at, later on in the, in the game. I think in, in overtime, I think they threw a couple to Saquon, and he, went, he didn't even get to the line of scrimmage. So I'm pretty sure they only threw for like, you know, they threw like negative eight, negative 10, something around there uh, yards, which is insane. In 2023, you got to be able to pass the ball. Uh, but so, look, uh, we should have lost this game. And for sure, for sure. We were going to lose and everybody was going to be talking about how do you mm-hmm. possibly lose? And yep. they've only have like eight yards of passing offense. Like, mm-hmm. It, it would have been absolutely ridiculous. Now, were you surprised that he didn't go for it on fourth down? Because I thought that that might be the play that Dable was going to go for. He called the timeout, oh, I believe. And instead of going for the field goal, I thought he might try mm-hmm. to run it. One, because Saquon at that point was right. getting positive yardage every carry. And two, and he didn't get it. He, the Jets hadn't shown that they could go 20 or no, 8, would have been 80 mm-hmm. yards down the field. Or for sure, yeah, It would have yeah. been less for a field, time, game time field goal. But I thought that he might go for it on fourth. You weren't surprised that he went for the field goal? Um. I could definitely see where Dable was coming from. I mean, me personally, hindsight's twenty twenty. With say, if I had Saquon and and even even um, Devito, who who can like you know tuck it and run like he did again you know against us for that touchdown, or even like a, a you know QB sneak or that or that um you know tush push thing, probably could have gotten it. But hey, uh, I could see where he's coming from. He 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 was betting that the Jets were not going to score another touchdown, um, rightfully so. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I can't believe that we were able to do this thing. Um, you know, be able to be able to come back. That's huge, man. Four and three, um, just like the comment commentator said here, four and three is is huge. Um, this is one of those games where where I want to be on to the next year and, um, you know, keep plugging away. But you know what? It's true. What JP said, ugly game four and three, we'll take it a hundred percent. We'll take it right now. We're four and three. Mm -hmm. That's where I honestly, if Aaron Rodgers would have been playing this whole time, I would have more or less predicted four and three after game seven games. So when you look at it that way, all right, I'll take it. But this was a really bad game. Like, I yeah. thought that if this team could win with Zach Wilson at quarterback, this would be mm-hmm. one of those games where, like, okay, Zach Wilson looks pretty good. Uh, our defense dominated, forced a few turnovers. Did, I, we didn't get any turnovers. We didn't force any turnovers. Like, uh, I mean, no, not that I know of. Maybe, no, I don't think we forced it over at all. I don't think. But did they throw the ball in the second half? Like, I guess they were very conservative. No, they, they didn't throw it at all. With the they were there. good I, winning 10-7. Yeah, yeah, they, they were pretty content, and it, and it's for the longest time it seemed like, oh my gosh, we're really gonna lose this game ten to seven. It was insane. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, just I, like Tikar says, the consensus right is ugly win. Yeah, take yeah. No, hey, a, sure. a, a win is a win. A dub is a dub. At the end of the year, right? Most people are not gonna be like, oh, the you know the Jets barely beat the Giants, right? At the end of the year, we're gonna look back and say, okay, uh, what's what's our record? You know, um, the Jets have have plenty of, of ugly wins. And you want to know something, right, is, uh, like I said on, on the last video, we are 1-9 in nine in the last 10 uh, years after the bye week, and, and we won the game today. I know we, we probably should have lost, uh, you know, based on, on the offense, based on Zach, but, but, man, this team just shows week in and week out that they can overcome adversity, that they can overcome, uh, you know, pretty terrible quarterback play and, and, and still win games. If we can keep, keep doing that with our, 
our defense and, and special teams, man, I really do think we're going to win a lot of games this year. Um, but, but how much I do have some can more, we do that, though? Uh, yeah, that, that's the big question, right? Is, you know, is our defense and our special teams going to bail us out every single game? And the answer is highly unlikely. You, you know, you can't. Um, and, uh, you know, Jermaine Johnson and, and had two sacks. Bryce Huff, we can even talk about Bryce Huff, too. You know, he's a total game wrecker. I saw him in there on early downs. Finally, it's about time. Bryce right. Huff he, is the most underrated pass rusher in the league. He, he's incredible, man. He, he is incredible. He is definitely a diamond in the rough. Uh, I want him to be a Jet for a, long, to, you know, for a very long time. And um, I think he's going to keep playing well. And, and, you know, he might have double-digit uh, sacks this year and, and um, you know, be a, be a Jet for the foreseeable future as long as we can extend him. Now, are you worried about our rush offense? Because we did nothing against the Eagles. Mm-hmm. And then I know we talked about Brees Hall had a pretty big game. Yeah. But none of that was really rushing. He had 12 attempts, 17 yards. And then Dalvin Cook, mm-hmm. two attempts, five yards. Michael Carter, two attempts, two yards. We couldn't get the running game going. Now, obviously, third center, we had Bill, uh, Billy Turner at some point came in at right guard. Like, obviously, we're hurting. Right. But are you concerned about our running game? Because we want to lean on the run game, but the run game isn't there. So the, the, the panic meter right now for me in the run game is like a out of, out of 10, it's probably like a three, only because I know that, uh, you know, we have, we have all those injuries on the offensive line. Uh, and, and the way Brees Hall runs, right, uh, he, he's not the, the, the typical back to me. When he gets the ball, he just, he just um, you know, runs, you know, grabs the ball and goes or, or picks a hole. He kind of like maneuvers around, waits for uh, holes to open up. No, uh-huh. Now, now uh, with him, right, I think that the, the little uh, screen passes or check downs, I think those are just as good, um, if not better, in, in today's modern NFL when it comes to uh, t- touches for the running back. Um, which, by the way, I think, I think that Brees Hall should be touching the ball almost every single play, whether it's a run, whether, whether it's a, a, um, you know, a, designed, a designed screen or something, you know, something like that. But if, as far as the rushing game is concerned, I'm not 100% concerned yet because of the fact that we are able to check it down and we are able to, to get him in space. Now, if we weren't able to do that, I would be, you know, panic meter would be closer to 10. But the fact that it's like our offensive line cannot stay healthy. We're, and even, even the, the healthy ones, we're moving them every single game, it seems like. It's like, okay, you know, you're going to play left, uh, left tackle now, Makai. And then uh, they were even talking about Lake and Tomlinson um playing center today because he was taking some snaps under, under center so we're moving guys around that shouldn't even be playing in certain positions because of the injuries no, I'm, I'm not sure what exactly we're going to do as far as offensive line goes i mean luckily our next game isn't until monday night which is one extra day mm-hmm. i guess to get healthy but the yeah. offensive line is struggling but uh, let, let's go on to the receivers zach wilson yeah. took for 240 yards he didn't turn the ball over which is what we want right we want zach wilson to t- take care of the ball for the most part he did so, receivers, Garrett Wilson, he had 100 yards, but he was seven receptions. Uh, let me look that up, seven receptions maybe. It was seven yeah, receptions, 100 yards. Mm-hmm. Breeze Hall, six receptions, 76. Alan Lazard, 345. And then C.J. Uzama had one for 19. Nobody else had a reception. Mm-hmm. You text me during the game. You said, I think we need another receiver. Mm. You still feel we got to go and address that need before the trade deadline? Yeah, 100%. We <laughs> – we, we definitely need a receiver. We need a number – we need like a 2A or like a like – a, or I'm sorry, a 2B or like a 3A, uh, meaning that we need someone who can either 
uh, be like a high producing three or like a low producing two uh, to be able to, to alleviate some pressure, especially when it comes to Lazard. And I know he's, uh, you know, A-Rod's boy, which is fine. I, I, I would have no issues if A-Rod was throwing in the ball uh, because they have such chemistry. But it seems like it seems like Lazard drops the ball more than he catches it, which is so infuriating. And I know that Zach is not uh, throwing dimes to him every single play, but um, you know the saying goes that if it, if it touches your hands, you need to catch it. Yeah. You know, so it seems like all the time uh, he's touching the ball, he's he's almost catching it, but he's not able to bring it in. Now he did obviously bring it in a couple times, and they were so crucial, which really helped us out a lot. He helped us win the game, which is huge. But he just you know, Lazard is who he is. And, um, you know, he's a pretty decent player and, and, you know, Garrett's phenomenal, by the way, we all know that, but we, I think we do need someone else that can alleviate some of that, uh, you know, pressure when it comes to, when it comes to the, um, you know, playing against a good secondary, right. Randall Cobb um, didn't play way, today, did he? I did not see Randall Cobb at all. I, I'm pretty sure I saw Cobb on the injury report this week, okay. this past week. I, I was going um, that. I don't think it's too serious if, if he's injured, but, but yeah, he, you know, he, he obviously didn't get any playing time today. We did see a lot of Xavier Gibson. We saw a lot of X uh, today. I thought he, he did pretty well. I saw him, um, you know, get injured a little bit there. Hopefully it's not, you know, too concerning, but uh, you know, we do need to add another body in there and, and not just like anybody we need. I think we need to make a trade and I think Joe will make a trade um, to bring somebody in here that can, that can really, um, you know, help us out in the receiver room. All right, so uh, finishing off with the, with the offense before I move on to the defense, I think the worst part of the offense today was third down. Two for 15 mm-hmm. on third down. Yeah. And I don't know, one of those was that, was that scramble, that, that big scramble that Zach had for like 17 yards or something like that. So obviously our offense is having a big time uh, troubles on third down, especially when they're bringing the house because our guys just can't block. Uh, and JP here mm-hmm. commented, our own line got banged up. I'm worried. I'm worried also. I, I'm, I'm very worried. Mm-hmm. Like, like we were talking about last episode, offensive, good offensive line play is not something that you find randomly in free agency at this time of year or on the trade deadline because, yeah. I mean, the pickings are very slim and everybody mm-hmm. has these injury problems on the offensive line at this time of year. So I think right. we're going to have to figure out how to make do with what we have. Hopefully somebody gets back soon, healthy. Look, what do you think about Beckton? Because I thought Beckton was having a, a pretty decent year so far. But, man, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know if I want to blame Becton for letting Tavon Thibodeau get consistent pressure or if I want to blame Zach Wilson for dropping back so far that he just – Tavon Thibodeau just had to outrun uh, Becton to mm-hmm. the outside because, I mean, Becton's lateral quickness isn't necessarily the greatest. And Zach right. Wilson would drop back like 10 yards and Tavon Thibodeau just had to run up the, the field 10 yards and then they kind of just meet up with each other. Like, it was really frustrating to watch. So, who, who mm-hmm. should I be blaming more, Becton or Zach Wilson? Um, you know, I, I think that they both go ahead and I think they're two peas in a pod for, at least for this week. You know, I, I think that, uh, Zach held on the ball way too long on, on most of those plays. Um, with the, with the game plan for today. And I said it on Wednesday is that we need to get that ball out quick, you know, um, you know, maybe one or two ticks and that, that ball's got to get out. And for some of these plays, Zach was holding the ball you know, for three, four seconds, which I'm even surprised some of the plays he was able to hold it for that long because our own our line is so banged up. Um, but getting back to Becton, he, he did have a, a pretty rough game and his, his strengths, right, are, are against uh, power rushers and his weaknesses are 
are the speed rushers. And Kayvon Thibodeau is such an athlete, man, that he's kind of like a little bit of both, which is crazy. But Mm -hmm. um, I think that, I think that uh, Becton had a rough game because of, because of, um, you know, because of who Kayvon Thibodeau is, you know, he's such a great player, such a great athlete. And um, at the same time, he's got to, he's got to hold Thibodeau for so long, you know, which is asking for a lot. Now let's touch on the defense before we sign out of here. Mm -hmm. Defensively, like you said, we had a great game. Unfortunately, couldn't force any turnovers, but the Giants overall, even though they, they stopped passing the ball, right? I'm, I'm not even sure how many pass attempts they had, but they had a total of negative nine, officially negative nine yards in the passing game. I yeah. mean, they, they did what they had to do. And mm-hmm. the Giants attempted 14 passes. They were six oh. for 14. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, the defense stood up. I mean, they had a hard time with, with Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley rushed about 36 times for 128 yards. And a big chunk of those coming in that, that fourth quarter with those seven minutes left when they ran out uh, the clock five minutes worth of those seven mm-hmm. minutes. But yeah, I, I thought the defense did what they've always done. In the second half, they show up. They Up until now, they've only averaged, I think it was five points given up in the second half. Today, they gave up seven. So, I mean, the, the, the Jets' defense is obviously not the problem. This is what we're going to hang our hat on, and hopefully they can keep saving us somehow so we can keep racking up these wins. What do you think of the defense? Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I mean, like I said, the, the defense has, has been playing phenomenal. Um, I don't even think DeVito passed it at all in regulation. I think the, his only passes came in overtime. Overtime, yeah. I believe. So, you know, that, that's tremendous, number one. That just shows you right there. I don't care if you're a third-string quarterback or not. That just shows you right there how much – Brian Dable respects our defense and our. He only completed in overtime. I'm sorry. He only okay, yeah, he only completed overtime. He, he so, threw four in regulation, but they were all incomplete. He was all four regulation, uh, mm-hmm. two for three in uh, overtime. Gotcha. Yeah. So I can't really harp on the defense at all. I mean, when when you're holding teams to ten points, fourteen points, six, you know, sixteen points a week, that that is awesome. You know, the the league average is twenty three points a game. Um, the, again, the only thing that I would change here is I, I would not put John Franklin Myers on the outside much anymore. I think it's Bryce, Bryce Huff's uh, time. I think Jermaine Johnson on the other side. And then occasionally bring in McDonald to get some playing time and then bring in Michael Clemens on, on, the, outs, on the other side. Uh, I, don't, I think J, JFM should, should be playing on the inside more. Uh, maybe like a combination of both. But I, at this point, I would not – play JFM over Bryce Huff, even on first downs and second downs. I think it's crucial for him to be out there uh, to get that pass rush going. Uh, and then, you know, we had Quincy Williams having a day. We had uh, Sau- Sauce Garner. How about that Sauce Garner play? I know, he, he you know, he, we didn't see him too much because he didn't target cornerbacks uh, that much. But how about that, that one play against um, Waller? As soon as Waller caught the ball, Sauce yeah. wrapped him up well, was, and yeah. got him down short of the first down. That's the only that time I saw Sauce play. on TV. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's the that's the only time, which is mm-hmm. which is uh, you know really crazy. I'm wearing his jersey today, by the way. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, Sauce did, did pretty good. Uh, I don't think we. The only time we heard DJ Reed's name, how about this? The only time we heard his name was like when he was returning that kickoff, right? <laughs> so, uh, which is crazy. Um, but but yeah, so the defense I think played really well. Got it. Got a. Uh, fix a couple of those boneheaded mistakes like the, like the Jermaine Johnson. Those penalties, um, man, those were frustrating. Mm-hmm. Look, we gave them a short field and we kept them to a field goal. 
But we yeah. gifted them. That, that drive was one long Saquon Barkley run, and then it was two stupid penalties, and then it was just a, a, a QB scramble to the end zone for, what was it, like eight or ten yards? Like, that was yeah. it. That was their offense. That's mm-hmm. all they did today. And that right. almost cost us the game. That would have been really frustrating. If we would have lost today, I, I, I'm already disgusted with what I saw today, but if we would have lost, I would have felt so much yeah. worse. Like, <laughs> the fact that we kind of stole this victory, like, I almost feel sure. like, okay, like, lift for another day, like like all the commenters have been saying, I'll take it. I'll take it. We're 4-3. and three. We're yeah, over yeah. 500. So I'm happy. But, man, that was rough. Look, the type receiver for the Giants was Waller on that one reception for four yards. Our defense held their own. And then as we wrap it up here, Carl Higgins said we got to get past, uh, got better pass rushes than Tibbs coming up. We need to sign two more guys. I agree with you, but there's nobody to sign. Every team mm-hmm. in the NFL is going through the same thing. I, 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 I do a Dolphin show along with uh, the Bearded Fanatic uh, once a week also, which we record later today. So I, I know a lot what's going on with the Dolphins. They're struggling with injuries on the offensive line also. And that's just two teams in the same division. Could you imagine? Like, if you look at the league as a whole, everybody is suffering with injuries, especially in their offensive line. So, although I would love Joe to figure out some magic and sign two guys, what you have to do is you have to get Aaron Rodgers in a room with, what's that called? Ayahuasca or whatever. And some mushrooms. (laughs) Feed them to the offensive linemen who are currently Mm. injured. And because he's out there two months after tearing his Achilles and he's running around throwing the ball beforehand. I don't know what he's doing, but he's doing some magical he, stuff. He's, and whatever he's doing, give it to to uh, Dwayne Brown. Give it to – I'm blanking right now on all the names. But all the guys that we have injured. A- AB, yeah, ABT. ABT. Like, get them all in a room with Aaron Rodgers so we can be up and ready by the time December comes around. Because he's doing some crazy stuff, and I want him to do it to the entire team. Like, just get it done. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like Rogers got that uh, Mr. Miyagi doctor going on right there. Like every, you know, um, he did mention that he had a uh, you know rough rough week. I think it was last week, but he looked pretty good out there. He was walking around the sideline today, you know, looking pretty good there. Um, now this game, right? My my final thought on the game um, is that this is not one of, one of those games where you're going to be walking around, you know, with your chest out, with your chest mm-hmm. out, being like, oh, we you know we beat the Giants and we're the Jets. This is one of those games where you're like, you know, you kind of like try to. Uh, you know, keep your head down until next week, and hopefully we do a lot better on offense against the Chargers. But, but um, yeah, we we need to we need to go back to the drawing board, and really, like you said, we we need to get healthy, and and hopefully, you know, I, I wish we had there were two bye weeks because then you know we'd be able to get a little bit healthier. But but you For only sure. get one now. Um, and to, to Abdullah's point, real quick, Jets didn't win this game; the Giants lost it. I mean, we should have lost. I mean, I mean, Zach yeah, yeah. had to travel the length of the field, and I know we got that pi. And and then something we didn't bring up, Kayvon Thibodeau killed the Jets today. But you yeah, got to give yeah. Kayvon Thibodeau the assist for the win also. Mm-hmm. Because if he doesn't get that penalty on that first play and that drive, we had well, how many seconds did we have? 24 seconds to make it down the length of the field? We completed yeah, that long pass. Mm-hmm. And yeah. how many seconds run off the clock while you're going from the 20 to half right. to the midfield? You lose at least six or seven seconds minimum in that yeah. process. But the clock stopped because he had that penalty. If it's not for that penalty, we we don't have that one second left on the clock to field the, uh, to kick the field goal. So thank you, Kayvon Thibodeau. Yeah. He killed Beckton. He killed Zach Wilson. But he also gave us an assist with that silly uh, penalty for sure. Yeah, that that's a great, uh, really great point, Dan. Um, you know the the fact that 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 clock was stopped, you know, really 
helped us win the game. And it seems like going back to, uh, I forgot his name, uh, the commentator's comment there, it seemed almost like, yeah, Abdul, it seemed like there were 10,000 reasons why the Giants should have won this game, right? And there was only a couple reasons why the Jets should have won this game. And the Jets won, and which is crazy to me. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll take it. A win is a win is a win. It doesn't matter if you win by a point. It doesn't matter if you win by 50 points. You won the game. Uh, you know, it, we're four and three now. We're over 500. We can, we can you know, be, be happy about that. But we got to fix this offense um, you know, starting now, we've got to, we've got to uh, get healthy starting now. Um, and, you know, as long as the defense keeps playing well, our special teams, your MVP guy more said there, he keeps on doing what he's doing. He was the MVP today, in my guy, opinion. Uh, Greg, the leg, man, he, he, he was yeah. doing pretty well too, you know, and, and uh, cause some, oh, you know, some of those quick. guys, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> it was third down when, when we threw that, that miracle pass, to, I forget who the guy's name was his first game in the NFL. And we got the PI that, that took us into the red zone. But if he doesn't complete that or, or get that call, right, it's like a 63-yard field goal. Do you think they go for the field goal in that point? Uh, how much time? Oh, we didn't have time left. It was six right? minutes left. To... It was six minutes. Oh, six was minutes. minutes. That was a, there were six minutes. In overtime. Oh, in overtime. Um, uh, no, I think we would. I think we would have punted the ball. There. Yeah. Um, I think so. Even though there, uh, what was it, Graham Gano? I don't think he, he wasn't having a very good day. Um, I, I, I think I think we I don't think we would have because there was time left and our defense was playing much better than than uh, than their defense. And our I MVP think, would have pinned them inside the five again. Correct. Yeah, I, I think that if because if he missed that field goal, we're talking the Giants had to go literally you know ten yards, 20, if, 20, 30 yards, 20, yeah. 10, yeah, twenty yards or so to to kick the field goal. You know, and I know Gano wasn't having a great game, but. I would not risk that. I would not risk it at all. Yeah. I know I, I agree with you. But um and last thing, were you surprised that he went for the field goal on first down? Because my worry was yeah. you run the ball at least two down, see if you by some miracle make it into the end zone. Because if Greg kicks it right now and by some somehow we just watched yeah. another kicker miss it, give me. If he misses yeah. it, everybody's gonna be like, dude, why didn't you just run the ball? Right, 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 right. If you right. somehow get into the end zone. I wasn't a fan of that move. What says yeah. you? Big, yeah. Oh my gosh, my, my heart rate was at like 150 or so during you know <laughs> uh, during that kick, man. And it and it's like you're right. Why, we have time left. Um, we have an, an amazing running back in Brees Hall. Even two hands on the ball. Two hands on the ball. Even if you even if you don't get any yardage, let's say you get one, two, three yards max with in the three plays. You uh, you um sufficiently. Uh, you know, lowered the time uh, for the Giants to come back and win it, right? And at the you same time, it, you get a little bit closer. Now, obviously, hindsight's twenty twenty. We we won the game, so ultimately, they did make the right call. If if I were, uh, you know, the coach at that time, I would not be me either. Uh, Look, Johnny, I would run it a few times. Yeah, Johnny disagrees with us. I wouldn't have ran it three times, right? Because just in case, like a a a, 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 a mishandled. Uh, you know, snap or something, you do it, mm. you run it twice, and then you kick the field goal on third. But I thought it was weird that he kicked it first down. I mean, on first just, down, yeah, that's Yeah, cool. but, you know, uh, it was a weird game, so I guess he didn't want to take right. any chances, so I'm with you. But look, we won. We're 4-3. Mm -hmm. and three. We expected to be here with Aaron Rodgers at 4-3. and three. We're here with Zach Wilson somehow. He didn't have the best of games. He still threw for 240 yards, though. And we have um, Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack coming up next week. 
so that's scary. Yep. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and we're going to uh, preview that game on Wednesday night. Wednesday, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll talk about it. But usually Wednesday night at ten o'clock. So we're gonna preview that game. But um, any final thoughts, Mike? No, I, I I mean, like I said, this is one of those games where you kind of just want to forget about it. You kind of just want to. All right, we got, we got the dub and on to the next one. Um, That's it. We we beat the Giants three three times in a row over the past uh, – since 2015, we, we've beaten them, so that's that's pretty good. But we just got to keep plugging away here onto the Chargers, onto the Raiders. And, um, you know, I've actually so on and so forth. But, yeah, we'll talk we'll talk Chargers. But, yeah, on to the next. Yeah, man, and then next Monday is going to be big time. So, yeah, we're going to be on here later this week to preview that. Uh, so, thank you guys for listening. If you're listening on audio, thank you for listening all the way again. We appreciate you. Go ahead, please leave us five stars, review, comment, all that other good stuff. And if you're watching on YouTube, thank you for watching all the way again. Please like and subscribe. And for those of you that joined us through the comments, we appreciate you partaking in the show, joining in, uh, leaving us your comments. And um, until the next one, have a good one.